0: Oh, summer's here and it's time to relax
1: Hold on, wait, summer's here but we've got work to do Hi, we're Brandon and Megan Giggling and we help people begin their personal growth journeys
0: This summer we're bringing you the Summer Growth Series Two months of quick episodes packed with practical steps and advice you can use right now to jumpstart your growth journey
1: Already into personal development? Don't worry, there's plenty of good tips here for you too You ready? This is the Fools in Love podcast
0: Is my mic on?
1: (laughs) Where's my snare?
0: Get some snare in my headphones.
1: (laughs) Well, well, well. It's another week, and we are back with the Fools in Love podcast summer growth series. I don't
0: know about you, Meg, but I've been enjoying the summer growth series so far.
1: I really have been. I think it's a fun way to kind of lay back and get some work done, but also enjoy these beautiful months we have.
0: Oh, yes. So if you haven't checked out our previous episodes, make sure to go back and check out this series. We've been just talking about a bunch of different ideas and personal growth. We're trying to give you really quick episodes. They're all around 15 minutes. And we're really just trying to give you some easy, tangible steps to make sure you're either starting your growth journey on the right foot or continuing on the path the right way.
1: So with that, today we are jumping right into what sets your heart on fire.
0: So what does that mean, what sets your heart on fire? Because I hear it kind of thrown out a lot Mm -hmm. and it's like, What does that mean? What does that mean to you?
1: To me, I think it means like, what gives me the butterflies? Like, what really makes me feel like I'm living in my purpose? What excites me? What thrills me? What makes me feel more than just like the blah, mundane, everyday life kind of feelings?
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think for me, I really think about being energized, like being Mm -hmm. excited about something. I feel like, just to be real with y'all, it's very rare that I'm feeling overly excited about anything I have to do. And I don't know about y'all out there, but a lot of times I feel like I'm just going through the motions, going through the steps. And I don't ever really feel like you call it the butterfly feeling. Like I feel like, you know, the warmth in my heart, like I feel just like ready to attack it, ready to get it. And as we all have talked about, motivation's fleeting, but it goes beyond motivation. It just goes, It's it's a feeling that you have when you know you're leaning into your purpose or the thing that you're meant to do. And that's when I use the term setting your heart on fire. And a lot of times we challenge people to find the thing that's going to set their heart on fire. Because if we're honest with ourselves, I think we all know what that is. But a lot of times we just have obstacles in the way to get to that point.
1: I think one of the biggest obstacles is just that we're all kind of like in this daily grind. We're all just working the nine. I mean, not all of us clearly, but many of us are working the nine to five. We're just burning both ends of the candle every night, and it's just feeling hard, and it's feeling like we're just in the grind, like there's just kind of this monotony to our lives, and that, I think, is where the fire just gets lost. Like, maybe you never find it, or maybe you had it once, but because of just life and these jobs that we're working, when we are not living in our purpose, I feel like that's where that fire kind of just dies out. It just goes away.
0: Right, and I think people a lot of times even if the job they're currently in or the thing they're doing right now is something they used to want to do and they're like I just wish I had the magic back. I wish I felt those same feelings again. I think like you said, you just get caught in that cycle, that never-ending cycle and the grind and you're just like working for the weekend type attitude and you get almost worn down by that. Like you know the the world does a really good job at just pounding you down. Everyone I won't say everyone. I don't want to categorize everyone this way, but a lot of people are okay just being okay, just living, just living, you know, surviving. Like a lot of times when you talk to people out in the world, I do at least, they seem to always want to talk to me. They're just kind of surviving, you know, they're not really thriving. And I think a lot of it too is when I think about setting my heart on fire, like when I was a kid, I feel like there was all kinds of times when. I would feel really good about things. I'd get excited about things. And the world kind of wore me down over time. And now like I'm an adult. And so I feel like as an adult, I have so many responsibilities. I have so many things that I have to do. And so what do you mean by like setting your heart on fire? Because I'm just trying to, you know, keep my tiny humans alive. I'm trying to, you know, be a good husband to you. I'm trying to be a good boss to my employees. I'm filling the blank for what I'm trying to do. But that a lot of times comes in the way of what I'm trying to do from day to day. And setting my heart on fire is never something that kind of comes into my subconscious.
1: Yep. And another thing is, like at least for me, maybe not for you, but you can tell me, I'm, if I'm being honest, I think I'm scared of really letting my heart be set on fire too much because that would mean I have to disrupt pretty much everything about our lives. For me to really lean into my heart being set on fire, it's not exactly what we're living today. So there would be a lot of big changes.
0: Yeah, I know. And and that's the thing, like fear, fear of change. Like we're all creatures of habit. We all try to, even if we're unaware of it, like I think about, you know, you're driving to work every day and you drive the same way every day. And then someone like is blocking that way and you have to go a different way. Like how annoyed are you? Because like we're so much like creatures of habit and mm. we are so locked into our habits, good or bad, that it's really difficult to change. And like you said, knowing that you want to do something different is 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 fine and good, but actually taking the action and doing that is a lot different. And I think a lot of us, if we're being honest, I know I feel this way a lot. You just feel stuck in your current circumstance. Like I give everything to everyone right now. And so I'm just, I don't have any energy left. I don't have the feeling left to go chase something. And even when opportunities come up, I feel like I don't necessarily even want to do them, even though that sounds silly. It's just... But it's like, it's so much easier just to live in the monotony. It is. Even though I'm unhappy, it's just easier to live in the current circumstance because changing would mean I'd have to learn new things, try new things, do different things. And that is definitely scary.
1: Yeah. And it was... A quote from Jennifer Lee that I wanted to pop in here because she says, be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire and be fearless. I mean, that's a big command. That's not easy to do. And I think we all could probably use a little bit of reminder to just go at it a little bit harder, be a little less afraid of what could happen. And instead dream about what could happen in the, in the good way is what could happen if we did let our hearts be set on fire for real this time.
0: Well, you know, if we can be honest too, I I think a lot of people think about, well, what would they think? You know, they, you can't see my hand Mm -hmm. quotes, but I'm using them. Like, what would they think? What would your family members think? What would your kids think? What would your spouse think? What would your friends think if you decided to do this different thing? Because if you're anything like us, like what you're trying to do is a lot different than, you know, old Brandon or old Megan Mm -hmm. or old you. What you're trying to lean into might not be something that you've ever tried before. So like, are they going to look at me like I'm crazy? Are they going to look at me or are they going to judge me more importantly for not knowing or what are the, you know, like, what would they say? What would, what would happen if I did try this and it, and it didn't work? What would, then I'd fail. And then I'd, you know, how embarrassed would I be if people were judging me out there and we all get stuck in that pattern because we are really good at ignoring our hearts, ignoring what we feel deep down in our soul for what we should be doing because of the what-ifs. We all play the what-if game. and And it's a dangerous game to be in because you're filling in the blanks for something that you have no idea what the result will be. You don't because you haven't tried it.
1: Yeah, it goes back to that fear idea for sure. And you know, even when you start to live with your heart being on fire, when you are set on fire, I think there can even be times during that time When you still like lose the motivation or the magic kind of fades a little bit, I know that we've personally experienced that. Like we'll know like that this podcast is something we're meant to be doing right now. And maybe it's because this podcast is what we're meant to be doing, or maybe it's because this podcast is a stepping stone to what's next. But either way, we feel very confident that we're supposed to be in this in this moment. And this is setting our hearts on fire. So then why do we sometimes have such a struggle to get this podcast done? Why does sometimes we sit here like, what are we going to talk about? And like, (laughs) there's just these moments where motivation is hard to come by and ideas and creativity are hard to come by. And I think when we're talking about that, it's just like how, my question really is be, how do we get from like a Okay, yes, I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm struggling, so how do I push past that? Like, if you know that this is where you're supposed to be, then why is it still a struggle sometimes? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think a perfect example. And it's funny that you brought that up because I was thinking about like, we've had the opportunity through this podcast to meet some really incredible people. I mean, let's just be real. I'm not trying to toot our own horn, but we've had a chance to talk to really amazing people far smarter than us, who I would have never dreamed when I started this podcast that I'd even be able to share any kind of conversation with any of these people.
1: Or even form words, like even having the ability to just form words around them, like almost like what is that called when you're like celeb when you are around a celebrity? Even though these people aren't celebrities, right. Well, you're at, there's
0: like a complete loss of words because yeah. like they're, they're the reality is, with celebrity or not, I mean, they're people we look up to in the space. They're people that were taking like their mission and striving to ha- have our own voice out there in the realm of these people. But as excited as I am when we get these people, when we book these people, when they agree to come on, I find myself a lot of times just dreading it. I'm like, I don't know, I don't even you know, I'll be so happy when this is over. I'll I'll be so happy because I can't think about what I even want to talk about. And I'm just stressed and I want to make sure the technology is working and whatever. And I just, we had a guest on recently and I literally dreaded it for weeks. He, we had to reschedule, we had to do different things. And I was just like, oh, I just want this to be done. Mm -hmm. And the craziest part about that is we had the day of the interview comes. I'm so stressed out. My stomach's hurting. I'm just like, oh, I just don't want to do this. I just want it to be over. Like like I'm dreading, literally dreading it.
1: And it wasn't even like a nervous thing. Like it wasn't even like a, you know, like it wasn't like a, I'm too embarrassed or I don't know how to say the words. It was just like a, like an overall dread. I don't know why. Do it's
0: just something it? it's, it's really, it, you know what it is? It's just something else I had to do that mm-hmm. day. And I put it in that list. Even though it's something that is so good for me and good for my soul, I just, I didn't want to do it. I just, it would have been easier for me if it wasn't on my schedule and I didn't have to think about it. And then I'd live in my monotony. It's just that. So, anyway, the interview comes. Long story short, we have the best conversation we had had with a guest in a long time. We, I kid you not, guys, we hang up the call with them and we're just like, lit up you could see it in our eyes you could see it in our expression me and meg are high-fiving we're like that went great we absolutely love that
1: i mean we were like flying high like it was we were
0: pumped and we weren't just flying high that day we were flying high for days and every time it happens y'all every time we get done and i'm like this is what we're meant to do this is what i'm meant to do this is where we're supposed to be and these are the people we're supposed to be talking to and this is the mission we're supposed to be on and this is who we're supposed to help So why was it so dreadful in that moment? And the thing is, the the best advice I can give is you just have to remind yourself of the feeling you get when you know you're leaning into your purpose, when you know you're leaning into something that you're meant to do, because you will feel that. You will feel that deep down. But I think on the other side, we're so good at repressing those feelings because we feel like well, we felt it and it's a minor high, you know, it's a short high, but we all have had those highs. And then you come down from it, you come back down to earth, as they say, and then you go right back into what you were doing before.
1: Yeah. So I guess this week, we really want you to be focusing on, are you living in search of what sets your heart on fire? Like, are you really living in a way that you're going to discover who you are and what you're meant to be doing and what really, truly lights you up? So... Just a couple practical things we wanted to talk about. I think one of the best ways to really figure out if your heart is going to be set on fire and if you're living into that is just to try new things. Like If you're trying new things, then those ideas and those things are going to introduce you to other things. And maybe it's going to open your heart to either what is currently already working for you or something better for you that's really going to light you up.
0: Right. And if you're in a place where you're not being lit up, that's exactly what you need to do because clearly what you're doing hasn't been working. Mm-hmm. We've been in that stage, no judgment here. I mean, there's been plenty of times where it's like, what we're doing clearly is not what we're supposed to be doing forever. Like, this will not work. We will not sustain this. This is not what I want to do. And when I talk to someone new, read something new, try something new, my brain starts firing in new ways. And I'm like, Oh man, like I, not even if I don't necessarily do something with that, but it like opens my eyes to something over here that I didn't see before because I introduced something new into my brain and allowed it to start thinking beyond the tunnel vision that it's currently in.
1: Right. Getting, ri- getting rid of that boredom is just really a way to help you kind of get clarity on this whole concept. Another thing that we've been doing is trying to reflect on just what used to light you up, light us up in the past. Like what did we like to do as kids or as teenagers when we were younger and figuring out if we could do more than that. So, for example, when I was young, I loved reading American Girl books. And I know that I know I know you out there. You're you're feeling me. American Girl books were the jam for like '90s and '80s girls. I promise you. And I loved reading them. I didn't have the doll. I wasn't cool enough. And there was no Target knockoff back in those days. But I was obsessed with them to the point where I started re- writing my own little book. It was called Meet Harmony. But I didn't spell Harmony like H A R M O N Y, right? Because <laughs> Harmony was so cool that she got to end her name with I E. That's right, y'all.
0: Did the I eye have a heart over it, though? I'm sure it did.
1: <laughs> and I began to write "Meat Harmony. I don't know if that book still exists anywhere. I don't know how much I really got into it. But, you know, I stapled my paper together, and I illustrated the cover, and I wrote the book. And I was pumped. And fast forward to me at however old I am. Am I 36? I never know how old I am. 35? Okay. I'm 35. That's how old I am. Fast forward to me at 35 and I still am super into reading and I'm super into writing. I've loved having my blog. Now I've switched a little bit more from away from the blog to trying to write this book that I'm writing. And that's what lights me up. And I know that because it lit me up when I was eight and it still lights me up at 35.
0: Right. So really it's looking at like, what did you enjoy at some point in your life? Even if you don't don't go back as far as being a kid, like what brings you joy? What excites you? What inspires you who inspires you who are the people that you look up to and why do you look up to those people those are all just big questions to ask but we ask you to sit with those a little bit today maybe sit with them a little bit this week give yourself time and write those things down because those are the the gold those are the crystal ball for what would would lead you to a place where you might find something that sets your heart on fire and so also looking at with that, like, what are you good at? What do you love to do? What would you do if you had today? If you had all day today, what would you do? And why would you do those things? And what could you use in that moment to figure out what you want to do? You, you, you have to reflect, y'all. That's the only way this will work. You have to reflect. But when you start to reflect, this is your firm warning for today. Ignore that fictional ceiling that you've placed in your life because we've all, we all have one. Even if some have reached a little higher than others, there's a ceiling there that you're not letting yourself push past. Don't let that mess with what you're writing down on your paper. You let that thing fly and you hold nothing back. You don't even have to show that to anyone. That's for you. But don't set that fictional ceiling there and feel like you can't push any further because you absolutely can.
1: So just to round this whole episode out today, guys, we are never truly stuck. We can always, like Brian was saying, we can create these fictional ceilings or these false prisons we have for ourselves and just get really into the why we can't do what we're placed here on this earth to do. But if you really think about it, are you ever really stuck or have you just built that up in your life and in your mind and now it seems impossible to break out of it? That's probably the struggle. And today we just want to remind you guys that anything is possible for you. We've got your back. You've got your own back, Certainly. So go and find what really, truly lights you up and let's set this world on fire, baby.
0: That's right. If you all have been enjoying these episodes, make sure to share them over on social media. Make sure to tag us at The Fools in Love and we'll see y'all next week. Love y'all.